Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey there, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Love for Breakfast podcast. We are eating self-love for breakfast today and breakfast for dinner, (laughs) depending on what time of day you're listening to this. We have another girlfriend chat today. My friend Deb is back, and we have a really um, exciting topic for you today. Say hey, Deb. Hey there. Happy New Year. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause we haven't, we haven't done this. <laughs> yeah. I haven't talked to you since last year. Technically, That's right. Last month we had a client spotlight. So that's why you guys did not hear from Deb in January, but she didn't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm still here. She's I'm all here. Whenever you ask me, whenever you text me and say, let's get the next one going, I'm just on my phone in like two seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to talk about evolving as humans. Um, and this is kind of crazy because I, I this is not public knowledge yet. Mm-hmm. Not public knowledge yet. Um, you and I just talked briefly about it. Um, by the time this recording hits uh, hits your ears, then it will be public knowledge. And if you haven't heard it directly from me... Um, Aside from this, and this is your first time hearing it, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I have decided to close my store, Rebellia. You guys may have listened to the podcast episode that was, I think it was titled, um, Why I Almost Walked Away from a Successful Business. And off the top of my head, I, I cannot recall what number that was. But that was around, um, I want to say, May of, of 2021. And it was, I was ready to close the store then. However, I did not. <laughs> My husband um, kind of nudged me in like the final hour essentially and was like, I don't think you should, I don't think you should close it. I think you should, you know, we can, we can, yes, like close the warehouse and, you know, I let, um, my employee go slash she left. It was a very mutual, like understanding thing. She needed something different. Um, and I needed to <laughs> close the store. <laughs> um, and my husband's like, we can do this from the house together. And, and I think we should, you know, scale back. And, and I started to kind of be like, huh, I never even considered scaling back. I, you know, you, you either, you start and you start from very small and then you have this goal to be like a mega boutique, you know, uh, and that's it. Like you, if you're on your way to the mega boutique, like who stops and and says, no, you know, I think I'd like to scale this back a little bit, but that's what he did. And, and I had less drops and, you know, sales dipped at first and then they started to come back up and level out and, and things were great. Things were great. Uh, and then I just, I don't, I don't remember if it was like a profound moment or if it was like, like just, a, I, I did have a friend say to me, like, you're, you're kind of over the boutique, aren't you? And she has worked with me, um, helping me with the boutique, like doing my Pinterest and like coaching me on TikTok and stuff. And, 
um, I've talked to her a ton about my coaching and she's like, I just, I feel like you're, I feel like you, you want to like focus on your coaching. And I was like, yeah. And I, and then like, I think it was like a week later, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm done. (laughs) I know you have feelings about this because you shot there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, well, yeah. So when you, just a second ago, before we hit record, when you told me I was, you know, my first thought was good for you. You know, just initially, just because I know, I know you and I know that you, you know, what you stand for is to take care of yourself first. And then Mm -hmm. I knew, of course, when you were about to close and then you didn't, it's like, oh, okay, cool. This is cool. And then my second immediate thought was, damn it. (laughs) Where I get all my clothes, all of my clothes that I shop at. So yeah, I, I'm glad that you stayed open the, you know, when your husband gave you the nudge, cause I swear mm-hmm. to God from those drops, I have like the cutest outfits in my closet right now. So thank you. So I think that was, meant yeah. to be. um, but no, seriously. And, um, and I'm not just saying this, but I love your clothing boutique and it just like, I, anyway, so I'm very sad for myself. I know, you know, and, and officially <laughs> you women like you are what kept me going even like well before this, right? Like when I had those like dark, dark moments of what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't working and like navigating through it. And at the end, like I've been working on this store for six and a half years. Like we didn't launch for like a full year and a half um, after I started working on it. Cause we started with a very different business model. Like we, we thought we were going to make our own clothes, which were so ugly. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but yeah, you know, and it's very interesting. Like when I kind of, you know, sat down with the community and told everyone in, in May, like, origin, you know, like what I had wanted to do, um, it felt very like the feelings that I felt like leading up to that, I felt like sick. Mm. Like I, I felt like sick to my stomach. I felt sad, of course. Yeah. Um, I felt, <sighs> I felt a little resentful. I felt a lot like so I'm going to close this thing and I didn't take it as far as I wanted to go or I didn't get out of it what I should have, you know, like I just felt very like, mm, yeah, this is all for nothing. You know, it felt very all for nothing at the time. <laughs> um, and I had, you know, hoped to sell it to someone and that fell through. And so it just felt like I wasn't, I wasn't getting, um, like, yeah, like I wasn't getting out of it, like something out of it, you know, especially with it doing well enough, you know, um, yeah. I still wasn't really paying my, I was paying myself a tiny little amount, but like nothing to really like, you know, nothing anyone could actually survive on. So, you know, I was just kind of like, I was a little salty about it. So I think that's why it was really important for me to continue it and looking back because now, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Like I'm so grateful. Like Rebellia has been my greatest teacher. (laughs) I mean, in for personally, professionally, like I've learned so, so much. And also I realized like the, the, like the divine timing, like the timeline because I'll tell you what I'm doing now. I know, I know it's it. It feels so good. Like it's doing so well. And I'm 
freaking changing lives at like in like this crazy it's it's crazy like it just it's so incredible the work I'm getting to do now and I'm so grateful for the work I'm getting to do now yeah and I never would have chosen this path like I never would have chosen like oh yeah let's start a boutique and like like hate hate our lives for seven years and like you know and struggle <laughs> you know and then have a roller like it was literally a roller coaster up and down and up and down and down and down and down and up and down you know like and, and I never would have chosen this path for myself to get here. Mm-hmm. But when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, you know, my, my, I don't want to say best client, but I say best client because she has been working with me for over a year after her program was done. She re-upped with me for another year. I'm working with her husband now. She paid for her sisters to do my group program. Like, wow. uh, and and I never would have met her if I didn't have the boutique because she's the CEO of this boutique-led organization. Like, wow. I never would have had a reason to meet. She's like an angel in my life, right? Yeah. Um, and there's such an opportunity for me in the boutique space as a service provider to these women who are burnt out, who are struggling, who don't put themselves first, you know? Yeah. So I look back now and I'm like, holy shit what? (laughs) Like, no, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I was supposed to go through all of that so I could get here. And now here I am. I mean, I'm sponsoring the the boutique hub summit. I'm, I'm a sponsor. I am going to be a VIP mentor where I sit down with the VIPs and uh, do round tables with them and they, and Q and A's and, and I have a booth there, you know, like, and I'm like, I never would have done this or had this opportunity had I not done, had the store. And so my evolution through the years of, you know, a lot of things have changed, but also a lot of things have stayed the same. I started out in 2009 as a dating and relationship blogger. Like I've been in the personal development space for a while. Like Michael... <laughs> My goal was to help women look at, see things differently in relationships, like, and see their part in it. Like, this is what you're doing, you know, like, this is what you're doing in this relationship that's causing it, you know, to be this way. This is how you can lead in your relationships. And, and then moved into when I owned the magazine. I mean, I don't think you, I don't think you came along until Rebellia, but yeah. yeah. So I owned a women's magazine, a self-improvement magazine for women. It was self-empowerment. And that, I really fell in love with that, with helping women there. That's where I truly was like, yes, this is the thing. Um, and like, you know, helping women through that, coaching women through that, writing articles, and then moving into um, nutrition. I wanted to help women find food freedom, like not yeah. to be obsessed with, you know, how you look, but how you feel and like helping women, like not be on crazy diets. And then the boutique, you know, I wanted to help women find clothes that fit their body. And I can tell you, I still get messages from women being like, oh my God, I was so scared to wear this dress. I wore it. I never got so many compliments in my life, like helping women feel amazing in their clothes. And now this evolution of me helping women is now from the inside out. And I truly have the tools to do it now. Whereas yeah. before, I mean, it was like mindset, mindset, mindset. And now it's like deep, deep, deep inner stuff. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy how you look back and you're like, oh, that's what it was for. Okay. Yeah. And like, no, really, if you look back at, at all of it and there are some people who, 
um, you know, that I know personally, and I know there's people like that out there. And I was once this person who are like, why is this happening? I don't see the point of this. And obviously when you're in it, Mm -hmm. that's your, those are your thoughts, right? Yeah. You're just like you said, like resentful, you're pissed. You're like, what the hell? It's a waste of my time. And like, I just want to get to the next thing and get through this thing, get to the next thing. Yeah. But it's, but there's something to be said in going through the struggle and putting you're all in it to see, you know, like, like, you know, you went back to try it. Okay. Let me scale down. So you really like dug deep because you were going to be out of it, you know? And then, you know, like you said, your husband gave you the push. So there's something to be said about going through the struggle and just going through it and just seeing what comes out the other side. And I think, I think so. And this is a whole nother different topic, of course, here I go, (laughs) but like, I think so many people are right here. I go. I think so many people are afraid to try things because of like failure or because I'm not going to be good at it, or I don't know what I'm doing, but it's like, no, if you have an idea, run with it, see what happens, even if you're scared, because you don't know what's going to lead up to it up to right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so true. Like, you know, people are afraid to try things because like, oh, well, what if it doesn't work out? And it's like, yeah, what if it doesn't? Will you die? Like, I mean, if we're parachuting, maybe like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like, you know, a business idea, yeah. like, no, no. And, and you're going to, you're going to learn so much, not just about like business and like, just learn these right. lessons, but you're going to learn so much about yourself, yourself. Yeah. what you really want and what you don't want. And I think people are so afraid to look a certain way. They're afraid to look like, oh, I can't stick to one thing or, you know, and, and there was a fear. I had that fear for a little bit. I was like, I must look crazy to people because I have gone from thing to thing, to thing, to thing. But I mean, seven years working on one thing is not a short amount of time. Right. You know, it's not. And, and like I said, you know, I've been, I've been in the personal development space for over a decade. It's just been a different vehicle each time. Right my passion is the same. Mm-hmm. My, my, um, yeah, like my, my passion is the same. Yeah. You know, just like I, I told you earlier, um, and I will quote Cassie, my former employee who is still like literally my best friend besides my sister. Sorry, sis, you were my best friend. <laughs> um, but Cassie, you know, we're, we're, we're still so close. And she said to me, you're passionate about the women you serve not necessarily how you are serving them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't have to look like, right. you know, you start a job or start a business and you're in it for 50 years. Like you change, we change and grow and evolve just like you would like, you know, like deciding that like that other role wasn't for you. If you guys didn't listen to the, it's okay to quit episode, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, that that episode's like a prerequisite to listen to this one because <laughs> like like this is the more advanced topic of being okay to quit. No, but that's well, and that's the that's the whole part about evolving and the evolution of yourself is that some people are so maybe afraid to change who they are. They think, oh, I'm changing who I am. Like, no, you're not changing who you are. You're trying to you're you're going to evolve. You're you actually are going to change. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not your core beliefs. And sometimes people do change their core beliefs and that's okay too. Totally. It's yeah. just you evolve as you grow older. I mean, I, I think in one of the episodes, I don't remember which one, it could have been one of the ones <laughs> that we were on, on, on one of my, my episodes, but I was talking about how 
you know, in my marriage, you know, I'm divorced now, but throughout my marriage, I think my ex-husband and I, we were evolving and turning into two different people Yeah, completely. And, you know, I felt some shame in that for a while because, you know, I just, you know, I go back and I'm like, well, what if I just stayed my same person? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then, I, and then, and then I snap out of it in like two seconds. And I'm like, hell no, I love, <laughs> I, no. I would never go back to that person ever. And that's yeah. not, and that's not to beat down on myself. It's just that I love all the struggles and the pain that I've gone through since then. And that is, and, and that's where I am today. Everything in terms of like mentally, socially, even job wise, like all the changes, even things like, like this, like podcasting, just how I got into this was crazy. <laughs> oh my God. I went to hell and back. It, it's just, you know, that's a story I can tell in a little bit, but um, it, it is, it's crazy how people are afraid to try new things because they're afraid of changing or evolving. Mm-hmm. But I swear I, you have to evolve. It can be really scary. I mean, it can be really yeah. scary to try something new and it can be really scary to step away from something that you've done for so long, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, what I'm hoping with this, like what I really want people to take away um, from, from me walking away from Rebellia and not really walking away. It'll always be a part of me. I mean, I'll still have the intellectual property, who knows, you know, but I, what I want people to take away is permission, permission to let go and to release what is no longer serving you mm-hmm. and to have the courage to pursue the things that, that light you up. And just because you've been doing it for a long time and just because other people may be disappointed, I'm sure, you know, when this, when this actually hits, when, you know, like I said, (laughs) no one hasn't hit yet, but by the time this recording comes out, it will have hit. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people who are disappointed, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure there are going to be people who think that I decided to close the store because I was failing or it wasn't successful. Um, and that's okay. You know, they, they can think whatever they want. I don't, I honestly don't give a shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have been running, you know, two successful businesses alongside each other Mm -hmm. and the energy it takes even just to switch from one thing to the other is just something I'm not interested in anymore. And as I um, step it deeper into the woman I I truly am at my core and the woman that I'm becoming and the woman that I desire to be, I no longer I, I'm no longer available for what sucks my energy in a way that doesn't light me up. I'm no right. longer available for it. I just don't I don't have the space for it. Yeah. And while, like I said, while Rebellia has been a wonderful teacher, it's just time. It's time for me to really focus on what, what I, when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I am so excited to work. I'm, you know, whenever I have a client session um, or a group call or, you know, a workshop, I am so fucking happy before and after, like, I'm so excited for it. And I don't feel that way with Rebellia anymore, you know? And honestly, I never loved it in the way that I love this ever because my goal was to solve a problem for women. 
Mm-hmm. It was never like, yeah, I love style and I love, you know, I, I, I'm just not, that's not never been who I, who I was. I definitely love pretty clothes and I know what's cute and I definitely get excited about certain pieces that come through the store. Um, but it's really interesting how, when I was, I was just sitting the other day thinking like, what are the things I really love about rebellion? What are the things I don't? And the things that I don't, which is hilarious is like photo shoots. And really? I don't love them. I like, I, it takes everything I've got to be like, let's <sighs> go take some pictures. Like, I'm just not, <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's cold. I just like, I'm never excited about it. You look so beautiful on them though. <laughs> Thank so you. Cute. I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, I want to look like her. Okay. I gotta <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like dying inside um, and like doing like videos. Like I don't. I, I just, because I just like, didn't care about, you know, and it was like really hard. I'm like, man, if I just like got my shit together and took some reels and did some stuff, like I would probably, you know, do even better, but I was just like not having it. And the things that I love doing, which is so ridiculous is I love packing orders. (laughs) So when we moved back into my house and Cassie used to pack all the orders. And so that was my job now. And I love it because I feel so much closer to my customers. I feel like close to my people, you know, like I see the orders come in and I will literally write an email or, or send a direct message to my customer and be like, Hey girl, I know you ordered the size small on this bottom, but like I, you know, they run a little bit small. So I, th- I think you'd be better suited in a medium because blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh my God, thank you. You know, like I, yeah. I love that connection. And then I also really love organizing my inventory room. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. My regular closet is a shit show, but my inventory room is like, everything is like in a space and like, there's a reason. And it's like, it's so That's stupid. Funny. No, it's just, well, it's just how your brain works, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you, I mean, I, oh my God. I, so going back to, you know, with the whole, you're like, I'm not like a, you know, a fashion person, but you know, I know it's cute and, and you love serving women. So I have to tell you that now for me, my takeaway, and I, I guess I can't speak for all women. I'd like to say I can, but just because since it's just me and you and not all your women on here buying your clothes, but like for me, my <laughs> takeaway is that I know that I can feel cute and beautiful in clothes. And, yeah. and I, and just like you, like, that's, that's why I, I, um, I gravitated so much towards you when I saw your philosophy of like, okay, these department store clothes are not cutting it because mm-hmm. we're all not one size, like narrow, like we all look, we're all different. And now granted the, you know, now the, um, you know, like all the department stores are gearing towards, yes. you know, more, you know, more curvier women or like women who are a little more muscular, which is great. It's, you know, tar- doing that target audience and, you know, no longer the, you know, Barbie doll type, you know, yeah. tiny which there's nothing wrong with those bodies either, but just for me, not I, everyone, huh? just not everyone looks like that. <laughs> right. It's not everybody. Jeez. Like I swear to God, no matter how much weight I lose, my boobs will always be giant. So <laughs> like for me, it's always hard to find tops that fit me. So anyway, my takeaway is that I know I can feel beautiful and I have all these cute clothes in my closet now. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's interesting too, because like when I first started this business, there was no one doing this. There was no one doing this or catering to the athletic body. Right. There were, there were catering to plus sizes or, Mm -hmm. you know, 
not (laughs) whatever they considered to be like the quote unquote regular woman, you know, which is stupid, but (laughs) no one was, no one cared about women with muscles, you know, because we didn't fit in, we don't fit in plus size clothing. Like that doesn't work. (laughs) But then like the standard sizes Mm -hmm. didn't work either. They were very straight up and down and, and they were not accommodating muscular bodies. And, and honestly, I can feel, I feel really good about this now. Cause I don't feel like I'm leaving a bunch of women in the lurch, you know, yeah. a lot of the boutique clothing I purchase from wholesalers are available through other boutiques. You know, um, there are some big department stores or, or not necessarily department stores, but like big main, you know, name brand stores that are starting to cater to more athletic bodies and having stretchier fits and all of that. And so I don't feel like. Oh no, I, you know, I have to stick around. Cause there was a while where, I mean, you guys, if you, if I had a list of all the times that I almost quit, I mean, my God, <laughs> long, <laughs> it was long. <laughs> Cause there was just so many ups and downs and right. a lot, especially in the beginning, there were way more downs, mm. way more downs, but I felt so, um, obligated Right. You know, because when I had the idea, I was like, someone needs to do this. And then I was like, no one's going to freaking do this. If You know, like, I, <laughs> like yeah. I can't sit around waiting for three years and hoping someone right. will like give a crap about chicks with athletic bills. Like, right. so I get, I don't know how the hell I'm in. I knew nothing about the industry at all. Right. Nothing. And, and I, you know, I went and went to school, that's for sure. <laughs> the entrepreneurship school to figure it out. And it just, you know, I we I failed every single day in Rebellia. Every single day in that business, I failed in in some way, shape, or form. And it's not, you know, not technically failure, but I learned, you know, some expensive lessons. I learned some painful lessons every right. day. Because there's right. always something. Something goes wrong every single day, just about, you know? Mm-hmm. And I stopped taking it personally. I, th- I think that that's something, you know, if you're a new business owner or a longtime business owner mm-hmm. and you take your lack of sales personally or you take what goes wrong in the business personally and you take it to heart and you just like let it gut you, mm-hmm. um, you're also going to rob yourself of when things go right. I did that for a yeah. long yeah. time. You know, I robbed myself of my joy because guess what? When we had a record sales day, I was, you know, for a second, I was like, awesome. And then I was like, well, this can't last, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like how long will, you know, how long will this, is this a fluke, you know? And it was like, it was a horrible way to live. Right. You can't even enjoy it. No, but I think it's, I think it's really important to, evolve as a human, as a person, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, in, in your relationship, like you guys grew apart, you grew in two different directions, you know, like Jeff and I are completely different people. Holy shit. Like we are not even close to the same, like we were a mess when we got together. I don't even know how that worked, but <laughs> <laughs> like a mess, a whole mess, but you know, we intentionally grew together, you know, we decided Right. Together that we would grow together. And when one of us started to kind of rise up, um, we kind of stopped, realized the other one wasn't with us, turned around, held out a hand, like, come on, 
Oh, that's a good analogy. Come on, you know, that. like you yeah. get up here and like, we've both done it to each other. We've both had to be, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm going, I'm going this way. And so like, I want you to come with me, but like, you need to get it together and let's go. Right. I think that's a good thing to point out for just for those listening who are, are in a relationship or, you know, obviously, you know, not like single, like me, it's just something for me personally to keep in mind too, because there are some relationships where the person they, you know, some, that's not like talked about maybe. And Mm -hmm. so when one, when evolution is happening and one person is going one way, the other one's like, where are you going? Come back, stay yeah. here, stay yeah. here where we started, stay here forever. And it's like, <laughs> stay oh, forever. <laughs> right. But it's like, and I think that's, that's partly, that's a reason, you know, why my marriage ended, I think it's, and we were, you know, it's just, we were oh, not yeah. age, but like there, yeah. I mean, you can't, I think people grieve when you're in a relationship and even friendships, I think people grieve. You're the not person the person I fell in love with. You're not the person I married. Right. You're not the person I met in grade school or whatever with your friend, you know? And it's like, well, you shouldn't friggin' be. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to change. You're going to evolve. I was watching, I'm watching One Tree Hill all over again because that's my jam. So I'm watching One Tree Hill. I don't know. I'm on the later seasons right now. And I don't, did you ever watch One Tree Hill? No. Okay. So anyway, sorry. So there's one episode where Quinn, she's Haley's sister for any One Tree Hill fans out there. Um, Quinn's leaving her husband and her sister's like, why are you leaving him? Like, he's a great guy. Like what's ha- what's going on? And, and she's like, he changed. And Haley, her sister's like, so you know, that just, you know, work with him. And she's like, no, why can't people stay the same? And I'm over here. Okay. Now looking back on my yeah. high school self, I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> he needed to stay the same. And now my 34 year old self is like, what, what? I'm like, girl, you're, st-, you know, I'm just like saying, I'm like, what are you doing? You know, like it's okay to change. And so my, my self-love like came out and I'm like yelling at my TV, That's you know, so good. At it, but I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just remember feeling about it such a different way a long time ago. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Cause you evolved. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. <laughs> I've evolved. I evolved. I'm okay with evolving. I'm still okay with evolving. Um, I feel like for me, sometimes it's an initial shock because I'm like, what is happening? Like, because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like disappointing people. And mm-hmm. I don't like letting people down. And I know that when I evolve, I'm disappointing at least one person minimum. Sure. So someone's going to be disappointed because it's, you know, whether like I could talked about in the last episode of, um, of quitting, um, you know, I'm not doing this job anymore. Sorry. I know, I, I know I was an asset there. I know I was good at it. So I know mm-hmm. I'm disappointing somebody, but I'm evolving to where I'm, I want to do things that are better, you know, served for me, like you said. So I think there's always a, there's always a grieve a grieving that's happening there. And I think that's could be a reason why some people are afraid to evolve and afraid to try new things because they don't want to let someone else down. Like you said, you felt like you had an obligation. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, a lot of what kept me going um, over the years was other people, you know, letting other people down. Yeah. You know, like, and, and yeah, I just felt like, I, you know, like I said, like obligated, like responsible you know, for these women. Right. Um, I read a post the other day and I just totally thought of this when, when you were saying, um, oh my goodness, when you were talking about this, I'm gonna see if I can find it because it like honestly blew my mind. And I'm like, did I, did I really not say, okay, here we go. 
Listen to this and tell me this doesn't like mess you up, right? (laughs) A different version of you exists in the mind of everyone that has ever met you. And it's very different from what you think about yourself. The person you think you are does not even exist outside your mind. I'm trying. I'm serious. I know. <laughs> like I literally had to look up at my ceiling. Like what? The person. Yeah. Last part again. The person you think you are does not even exist outside of your mind, because every person who has ever met you, oh, like has their own idea of you and who you are. Okay. And it will never. It will never perfectly match. Yeah. How you think about yourself. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? Cool. That is so crazy. No, that's so true. And and we can't control that. And we can't no, control. You can't. You cannot control that because like I am the fucking villain in some people's <laughs> lives. Right. I'm the villain. I know I'm not the villain, right? Like I know where my intention, where my heart on all of that has been. But for some people, I'm the villain. Mm. And for some other people, I'm the hero. And for some mm. other people, I'm a nobody that they could give a crap about. Like Right. Oh, it's, it just, it is, it is, it's crazy. So so with that in mind and that being said, why not evolve? It doesn't matter anyway. I mean, in terms of like, they're all, people are always going to have different viewpoints of you and who you are and how they think you should be and what they Mm -hmm. think you and the person they have of you in their mind. So why not evolve? Because all that's going to matter is how you feel about yourself. Like why not do what makes you happy if, person a thinks you're an evil villain and person b yeah person c is like whatever i don't freaking care do what you want why <laughs> not do what makes you happy then? <laughs> what the hell what are you doing then <laughs> just do what you want to do oh yes. my god. god bless it good night like so <laughs> i try to tell some of my high school girls will you know they're at the age where they um care about what people think sorry for listeners i don't have children these are my i'm a, I'm a teacher so these are my <laughs> are not my actual children. They're just the kids I teach. They come to me. They're, you know, all worried about what this boy thinks of them or their friends think of them. And I'm like, girl, like what, what stop, stop right now. So now I know, I would think I'm going to try explaining it to them that way now, Mm. because it's so hard to explain to their teenage brain. Like who gives a crap what people think of you? Yeah. It's easy to say, it's easy to be like, who cares, you know, but like, we care, we care. Of course we care. Right. Um, but when you are living in your alignment, when you are living as your true self, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you realize how much it does not matter because like you, that's all that matters is that you are living your, your best life. You're living your true uh, alignment. So, well, this has been, that was good. Quite a, quite a deep episode. Um, I got, again, I got a rush at the end there. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> So good. Um, if you guys want to find Deb on Instagram, Deb, what's your handle? You got uh, at ginger spice 28. So G I N G E R S P I C E 28. Yep. If you guys like this episode, let us know, leave a review, share in your stories, do something, get other people to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.